to rise up within each one. I'm asking that your joy would overflow their hearts tonight, God. And Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're with each one, that you see her, you know her, you love her completely. And God, I pray that each woman in this place would rest in that assurance in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, my God. 
coworkers complaining about the free food in the kitchen. My coworker is jumping on me, trying to get me to wrestle with him. Oh, I love this one. My coworker is trying to carry on conversation while I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Mama, how many of you can relate? Yes, you are amazing. You are incredible women. It's been a strange year. It has thrown lots of curveballs so many unexpected things, I know, but you have carried them and walked it out, and I want you to know, we have been praying for you throughout this season, and we just think you are absolutely amazing. Just give yourselves a hand tonight, all right? Thank 
their image. That's how they were functioning together. These people who couldn't see or communicate in front of their eyes with each other. And I say under those circumstances, that was absolutely miraculous that they had that type of unity among them. I want to ask you, Thank you. 
The real question is, are we personally and honest, letting my opinion, my preferences, my views become more of my focus than Jesus? Sometimes we just need a reminder to do a little test and make sure we haven't shifted our focus. If we're not careful, our views, as right as we may believe they are, can cause division and separation within the body of Christ. And you know what? That is exactly what the enemy wants. So we've got to be aware and we've got to be careful. But when we keep our focus on Jesus, and what he did, not just for us individually, but for all of us, for each other, that perspective will keep us united. Jesus gave his very life to unite us in his body. So, we need to continue in keeping our focus on him. Right. Second thing we can learn from this early church is to continue connecting with the family of God. You know, it, we read the verses there in Acts 2, and it says that all who believed were together. Right. All who believed were together. Like, sometimes maybe you think, well, you get along great with these Christians, but they think that I'm not sure about all who believed were together. I mean, that's amazing. And they had all things in common. Wow. You know why? Because their focus was on Jesus. And they continued in fellowship and the breaking of bread. They sold their possessions to help each other when someone had a need. Wow. They shared meals together. And went from house to house eating their meals together with gladness and simplicity of heart. What a beautiful picture. And no one forced them to do it. They deeply loved each other. The Holy Spirit brought about this deep connection between them. This is a supernatural unity that they share. And I want you to notice one word here. That it, it says that they continued in fellowship. You know, it's been so exciting over the last couple of weeks around the, the offices here at the bridge because we have launched our school of ministry and we love having the students around daily. Love you guys. And so two of the girls were in my office this week and they're hiding their faces because they know I'm going to tell on them. And so, <laughs> and they were brainstorming on things that they could help with to promote tonight. And you probably saw their beautiful little faces on our social media pages. And they were doing their little announcements, and it's awesome. But when we were talking and brainstorming, I said, so, so you guys jot down thoughts. I shared with them the heart of the night and what God had put in my heart. And I said, you guys jot down some thoughts on what you would want to put in an announcement. 
And so I came back a little bit later and I said, okay, so tell me what you got. And they start reading their, their points and, and they say, and ladies, there will be fellowship and la 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 la. They continued. And, but I stopped them. I said, um, what made you use the word fellowship? And they said, so we're trying to sound fancy and popular. <laughs> and I thought that was adorable. <laughs> but I know that they don't use fellowship in their daily conversation. And, and uh, I told them <laughs> that there is incredible uh, scriptural, spiritual significance to this word fellowship. But for the sake of an announcement, just talk like you would normally talk, and that's okay. <laughs> but I told them we would get to the scriptural significance, and that's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> so this word fellowship, it comes from the word koinonia. And do you know what it literally means? It means a cementing of hearts that only comes about by the Holy Spirit. That's why you don't hear other people using this faith. That's why at work you don't hear people say, let's go out get some fellowship after work. This is a spiritual work. It's a divine connection between people. A dimension of hearts that only happens by the Holy Spirit. And that's what the people in the early church had between them. It caused them to be in such unity, caring for each other the way they do. It's easy to say, oh, well, I, I have supernatural unity with the body of Christ when we're quarantined during stay-home orders. It's easy to say, well, I'm in supernatural unity with the body of Christ when you're sitting all by yourself on your couch hitting the little heart like other people's posts. That is not fellowship, all right? To have this kind of unity requires something of us. It requires us to connect with other people. And that is not always easy. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's messy. And in different seasons of life, there can be different challenges and different obstacles that try to get in the way. But ladies, I want to tell you, the choice is ours. It's up to us. Jesus gave the Holy Spirit to us to help us. And we can choose to connect. And one thing I know for sure is that when we do, it swings wide open the door for God to walk us more fully into his purposes for our lives. I can tell you that from personal experience. In the hardest time of my life, I was hurting. My heart had been broken. I was a mess. And God was working on me, and he was healing, and he was restoring me. And I would go to church every time the doors were open, and I would slip in, and I would sit on the back row, and I would cry all through the service. God was just doing a healing in my heart. I would slip out without really talking to anybody. And I knew that God was nudging my heart to connect with people. And I didn't really want to. 
I was tired of telling people what was going on in my life, having to repeat the story one more time. I didn't really want to come But I heard them announcing this women's retreat. I didn't want to go. But God kept making my heart. And I knew he wanted me to go. So I just procrastinated, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited till the very last day to register. But I registered because I knew God wanted me to. I didn't know anyone. And it was held up in the mountains at this conference center. And the conference center had a building that had like beautiful hotel rooms in it. But then once those were filled up, then there's like these barracks out back, like bunkhouses. And so I waited till the last day to register. So you know where I was. So I'm in the barracks. So I drive up all by myself probably crying most of the way there because I didn't want to go. And so I get there, sure enough, oh, you're out back in the bunkhouse. And so I walk into the bunkhouse, and they're all already there. And they're all young and giddy and giggly and friends and know each other really well and just had a very different stage of life than I was. And I thought, oh, I really knew I didn't want to come. And so I went to the evening session, didn't know anyone, came back to the room, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to take a shower. And so I went and got in the shower and started crying. Telling God, I didn't want to come. I shouldn't be here. This isn't working out. I sunk down to the floor in the shower, just sobbing. And I heard God speak to my heart. He said, Don't go home. And I was telling him I was ready to get dressed and drive down the hall and go home. He said, Don't. You need to stay. But I don't want to stay. You need to stay. Okay, okay. So. I stayed, I went to sleep, got up in the morning, went to breakfast. And you know what happened? These girls came and sat with me that I had never met before. And they made me feel so included and so welcome. And then they saved me a seat in the session. And then when we got home, even afterwards, at church, when I would go to women's events because they invited me. I would go and they'd save me a seat on the front row. I found out that they were the leaders in the women's ministry. They made me feel so included. Before too long, I was serving in that leadership with them. Before too much longer, I had been asked to come on staff serving with the women's ministry. About a year later, I was asked if I would oversee the women's ministry there at a very large church. And I don't tell you that because you anything about me. But you have to understand that when I was 15 years old, God put a seed in my heart and He spoke to me, and I knew that my future was in full time ministry. And when I was going through that most difficult time of my life, I thought that that dream had died. I thought that that was dead and gone. And God opened one door after the next, after the next, to fulfill His purposes in my life. Because I was willing 
that let down some walls and willing to connect even when it was hard, even when it was uncomfortable, even when I didn't want to. I have a good friend. She hated women. She didn't want anything to do with women. I felt like I really needed to tell you about her tonight because some of you feel that same way. But she finally went to a women's event at the church because she just wanted to get this lady off her back to stop inviting her. And she went, and you know what happened? She encountered something very different. She encountered God within the women who were there. And she wasn't ready to let her walls down, but she kept coming back. And gradually she let her walls down. And God opened door after door for her, leading different ministries, walking women through things that she had walked through in her past and her upbringing. And God continues to open doors for her, using her miraculously. I am telling you, I have seen it over and over and over and over again. When we are willing to let down our walls, when we're willing to step out of our comfort zone and connect with God's family, that's when he will open the door to fulfill his purposes in our life. Because the purposes for God, uh, the purposes of God always include other people. He doesn't call us to be lonely. His purposes always include his body, the family of God. I've seen too many people unwilling to connect, to push God and his purposes away. And I want to encourage you tonight, wherever you're at, whatever stage of life you're in, no matter how difficult it may feel, do not push away God and His purposes by being unwilling to connect with Him. You have to realize that God wants this supernatural connection. And this is part of how he fulfills his purposes on the earth. So, of course, the enemy is going to try to prevent that from happening, right? So we need to recognize that our excuses and our insecurities and fears and even those offenses that we can tend to pick up along the way, all of those things, and tactics from the enemy to prevent us from connecting with the family of God and seeing God do greater things in and through our lives together. So let's be women who refuse to be ruled by the enemy's tactics. All right? We can choose to connect even when it's uncomfortable. Let's be women who are committed to stepping out of our comfort zone to see God do more in our lives. You know, this fall, here at the church with Bridge Women, we are launching into a new season. And in this new season, this fall term of Bridge Women, God has spoken two words to my heart very clearly. And the first one was, connect. And so instead of our large gatherings that we've had on Tuesday mornings or monthly Monday nights this fall, we are going to be gathering in small groups 
This happening all different days of the week, all different times of day, all different locations, different types of groups that we are all going to be doing an eight-week study together. And I want to put out a challenge to you tonight. And I want to encourage you to take that step to connect. And tonight, before we dismiss, you're going to find out how you can become part of a group. But I want to encourage you, if you need excuses, and watch God do something new in your life as you connect with His family, all right? Let's not allow anything to stop us from continuing to connect with the family of God. The third thing we can see from this early church is we need to continue praying. In Acts chapter 1 and again in Acts chapter 2, it says they continued steadfastly in prayer. Ladies, God is faithful to hear and answer our prayer. He wants us to run to Him with everything. There is power in your prayers. Do you know that? And I think today, the stress, the pressure of the world today and what we're feeling with around us over these last seven months, so much of it is distracting us. From praying. We know our world needs prayer, but it's not just enough to know that. It is time for us to push through the distractions and pray. Our world needs prayer. Our nation needs prayer. Our families need prayer. We all need prayer for our daily lives. We need to join together in prayer. Because I'm going to tell you, you know what is more powerful than your individual prayers? Our corporate prayer. When you grab a girlfriend or two or three women of faith and say, hey, pray with me. Let's pray about this. There is power in that. Matthew 18, 19, and 20 says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree, on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. There is power in agreement. One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousand to flight. Coming together in prayer unites us. And it releases the power of God to an even greater degree. That's why the enemy hates it when we pray together with others. So, when we get uncomfortable praying with someone, or we don't really like to pray out loud so someone else can hear us, or we don't want to bother someone with our prayers, you know what we need to realize? Those are lies from the enemy. That's his way of stopping the power that comes when we pray together. I had a good friend years ago who, she and her husband, they had been trying to get pregnant and they were having difficulty. And so they called several of their close friends and they asked us to pray and to fast with them over a certain period of time. And I want to tell you, it was not a burden to be asked 
It was not an inconvenience. I did not feel like that was a bother. It was an honor. Don't ever feel like you are inconveniencing someone to ask them to pray. It is an honor to stand in prayer with each other. And so we, yes. And so we prayed over that period of time, and we fasted. And you know what? Next month, she found out she was pregnant. God answers prayer, and there is power in our collective prayer. I wish I had time to tell you all of the praise reports I have heard from answered prayer at the tables at Bridge Women over the last several seasons. I mean, we have seen marriages restored. We've seen people healed of terminal diseases. We have seen children come back to the Lord who have turned from God. We've seen miracle after miracle through corporate prayer. There is power when we pray together. Have you ever wished you had a prayer partner, a girlfriend you could really pray with? That is exactly what these Bridge Women Connect groups this fall term are going to provide. I told you that there were two words God dropped in my heart for this season, this fall term of Bridge Women. The first was connect. And the second is pray. It is time for us to gather together and pray. And so we're going to be doing an eight-week series together entitled Authentic Prayer. And we're going to talk about the power of simple, heartfelt prayer. And I believe that no matter where you're at, in your faith, in your walk with God, in your prayer life, we're all going to grow in our prayer lives together. And I just have this unbelievable expectation in my heart that we are going to see God do some miraculous things through our prayers together. And so I want to encourage you to get plugged into one of these groups. Now, you don't have to be in a Bridge Women Connect group to pray with someone, of course. But this is an opportunity that we're giving you to connect with the family of God and to pray together. And I just believe that God is going to do some awesome things. Remember, the enemy doesn't want us praying together. He'll try every tactic to stop us. So let's be aware and let's refuse let him, all right? The early church had supernatural unity, and they saw God do the absolute miraculous because they continued. They didn't let anyone or anything stop them from keeping their focus on Jesus, from staying connected with the family of God, and from praying together. And it tells us the result of that is that they saw people added to the family of God daily. Ladies, when we live this kind of life, it will draw others to Jesus. That is how they live. And that is what they saw. But now, 2020, it's our turn. Maybe this year has interrupted your pattern of continuing in these things. It's time to get back on track. And maybe you're sitting there saying, well, I've never really started those things. I think that 
Spirit of God is just nudging your heart's nudge, saying, let's start the journey together. And maybe you're saying, I've been continuing those things. That is awesome. Let God use you to be an encouragement and a strength to others. I love the fact that as the early church lived this lifestyle, it drew others into the kingdom. Maybe you're here tonight, and maybe you've never actually had your own personal relationship with Jesus. Maybe you came with someone who does. Maybe you know lots of people who do, but maybe you've never actually opened your heart to God and surrendered your life to Him. You can do that simply through prayer. And I would love the honor of praying with you tonight if that's you. And we're going to pray for something else tonight as well. But first, before we go any further, I want to stop and pray for you if you want to start your own personal relationship with Jesus. And if you're here and you feel like I've just kind of gotten off track and I want to recommit my life to Him tonight, we want to pray for you as well. And so I want to leave you in a prayer tonight. And I'm going to ask everyone here, to pray this out loud with us together. But if that's you, and you want to start your own relationship with God tonight, I want to ask you to wrap your heart around these words as we all pray this together. Let's see that to you. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me. That you sent Jesus to die for me. And so right now, I surrender my life to you. I ask you, Jesus, to be Lord of my life. I thank you that I am your daughter. Help me to grow in relationship with you. From this day forth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, ladies, right now, I'm going to pray for all of us in this place that we would be women who would choose and that would be determined, make a decision tonight to start fresh, to refuse to let everything going on, all the craziness of the world around us to dictate our life. And that we would be determined to continue in the things that the early church continued. And if you tonight would say, I want to continue in those things. I don't want the world around me to distract me from continuing in keeping to keep me from connecting with the family, to keep me from praying. I'm in. I declare a fresh start tonight. If that's you, would you just stand? I want us all just to pray together tonight. Just stand in this place.
So this is prayer to God. That we're willing. And that we're going to step in to all that He has. We're going to continue in this. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every woman in this place tonight. And God, maybe there's things that we kind of let go by the wayside over the last seven months, maybe without even realizing it. Father, show us. Help us to make the necessary adjustments we need to make. Father, we, maybe we need to start things new tonight. God, tell us, speak to each person personally and individually tonight. And God, I pray that there would be a boldness and a determination that would rise up in our hearts and that from this night forward, we would recognize that the things that the world is trying to squash out and put push that pause button on, that we will not let that happen. We will refuse and we will continue to keep our focus on you, Jesus. We will continue to stay connected with your family, the body of Christ that you have placed us in, God. And Father, that we will be determined to pray. Not just to know they, we need prayer, but to be women who will gather with others and pray. And God, we make this declaration in our hearts tonight. And God, I ask that as we continue and move forward in this, that you would do the miraculous in and through each and every one of our lives. And God, as a result, we would see unity birth more fully in the world around us, in our spheres of influence. And God, we would see people come to you, come to your kingdom in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 All right, ladies, we are going to worship him. Take a moment and just conclude with one more song. Just lift your heart to heaven. Come on, ladies. We're going to give him glory for all that he has brought us through and all that he is going to do. God has a place for you. If you are ready for this place, I want you to sing this out. I want you to worship this with your full heart. I want you to symbolize this lyric. Sing it to the Lord God.
check out your phone, you can go to the church website, the bridgechurch.tv. You can go to the Bridge Women page and just scroll all the way down, and you will see a list of all of our connectors. And we've got a great variety of connectors. You know, maybe um, you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh, connectors, friend, is that, like, what does that look like? We have a lot of different options for you. So whatever your comfort level is in this season right now, we have groups that are meeting in person. We have groups that are meeting online. We have groups that are doing hybrid, doing a little bit of both. So like Pastor Ann said, there's different days of the week, different times, different places all across the day. So listen, remember what she said, that kind of unity that God wants us to have is going to require action. So I want to encourage you to take action tonight. You should go on the website look and see those connectors, make a decision of what connectors you're going to join. If you need some help, you can come right over here to my right, and we have some of our connectors leaders here over at the table. And if you need help navigating the website or just figuring out what, um, you know, group teams or whatever, they can help you out. So just head on over there, take action tonight, and make the decision that you are going to join a connector. And then, finally, don't forget, services this Sunday. We have two morning services, 9.30 and 11.30 a.m. We would love for you to join us. Don't forget to stop by our adorable, adorable photo booth that I was semi-distracted by because it's so stinking cute. Stop by there, take a picture with your girlfriend, hashtag Bridge Women, and don't leave without getting dessert. All right, what is a Friday night without some dessert? So right over here to my right, again, you will see our team, and they are there to give you that dessert. We love you ladies so much. Thank you for being here tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll see you in church on Sunday.